0: is that all you get for your money and if that's what you have in mind yeah if that's what you're all about good luck moving up I' moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivans Real Estate Team here with Becky Ivans. How are you doing this morning, Becky?
1: Good morning, Mark. Doing well today. How are you?
0: I'm doing great.
1: So, what are we talking about today?
0: We're going to be talking about what should you be doing if you're thinking about selling this year. Like if you're thinking about spring, you're thinking about uh, summertime, potentially making a move. And I tell you, my wife was at a physical therapy appointment because she had this frozen shoulder, which I had never heard of frozen shoulder before. Uh,
1: well, I've experienced that, that- twice. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes, I
0: I had never heard, didn't know this existed, and yes. so she's been going through physical therapy. To in the course of conversation, the person said, uh, "Well, we we may be needing to move this summer." And my wife said, "Well, I know a guy." And they started talking about what, you know, should or shouldn't you do to get ready for to put your house on the market.
1: Well, and the first thing I think you need to do to get ready is figure out uh, how much your house is worth so that you and how much of a house, how much will the new house cost you. And I know that that we were talking about more physical, like, what do you do to your own home to sell it? But that has to be a consideration to start with. Uh, there's many ways that you can figure out what your house is worth, about what your house is worth. There's lots of websites. You go on there, and there's a lot of trademark names. Uh, so we're not going to discuss them in individually, but like Zillow, Trulia. Realtor.com, open door, uh, and they, you can sort of tell what the average house in the neighborhood is worth, right? But is your house average? Well, some people's house is average, but average is made up of the ones that are better, the ones that are a whole lot worse. And so what is your house worth? Real important to get that information because if you're thinking that your house is worth, went out on a listing appointment this week where there's been no changes in that house since 1975. Now, will it be worth, I mean, if they go onto to one of these other websites, will it be worth what it says? They will be sorely disappointed because those are, now there's an algorithm to it, yeah. but those, they don't, can't see inside your house. So they don't know. Sometimes they can't see through your trees to see that you've put a $150,000 pool in the backyard uh, or an outdoor kitchen or something like that. But you need someone to actually look at your house. And that's what we did. We looked at the house and, gave a range of what it would be worth we rarely will pinpoint when someone is just thinking about selling because things can change rapidly things can change our house prices have gone up on average about 30 percent in the last three years that's a lot and but so They've also changed prior to the that, other way.
0: Yeah. Let's pause right there, because that's been the past three years. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, within the central Oklahoma market, what was the average? Mm-hmm. We've been pretty consistent through the years average as far as increase in price.
1: We have. In the more popular areas that are high growth, like Tuttle, huge growth right now. Uh, those Right now, are going up faster than they have. Quite well, everything went up faster this last three years. But previous to that, you can use about a two and a half to three percent increase each year in real estate. Yeah. Without improvements. Now, if it's if the property's improved, it's going to go up more, even in years past. But for the average house, it's usually about two and a half to three percent.
0: And when we're talking about someone understanding the pricing of their property, it's really, really important for them to think neighborhood more than nationwide, more than statewide. It's really about that particular neighborhood and also school district, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, and school districts are not quite as important as they used to be. I mean, our lives are spent with far less percentage of our life with kids in school because we live longer and so school districts are still very very important but just i mean just the area of town like if you compare southeast to southwest in oklahoma city or oklahoma central oklahoma Oklahoma, right right do you think the property prices are similar in Southeast and Southwest? No, they're not. And Northeast and Northwest. What, and why is that? I mean, the Northeast side of our city is probably our prettiest side because it's got rolling hills and trees and it's, it's a pretty part of the city. It has not held up it because it has not been developed. As much as we've spread way far northwest and southwest in our metro area. Now, there are pockets of homes, of course, in those other areas to where uh, you can compare them from one side of the city to the next.
0: Yeah. Uh, Marissa and I were, my wife Marissa and I were talking yesterday while while driving over like how that the difference in like the greens you have, it's split that particular neighborhood split between two different school districts. Then you, you move one neighborhood over and it's it's a completely different neighborhood. So you have to understand like that particular neighborhood and what's selling. And so how do people really get to understand the value that they are in their home?
1: Well, the value of their home is determined the true value of your home is determined by the buyer, how much a buyer is willing to pay and how much a seller is willing to take. That is the market value of the home. Appraisals are different. Uh, appraisals take into consideration. Now, they don't go very far from your home, by the way, unless you're on a ranch somewhere. Then they've got to go a distance even to find another house, right? But for the typical uh suburban house, they – you stay right in the neighborhood. You said the greens. Well, fortunately, the greens are right there in one square mile, right? Uh, it's by Mercy Hospital and you can define the greens by going down Meridian and going from Memorial to 122nd. Now you go over to the west and you get, uh, Valverde. The, by the way, that is Valverde at the Greens or something like that as a legal description. Those homes are very much like the Greens, built at the same time. It's just a different neighborhood. And all of that is in the same school district as opposed to the Greens. The north part is Edmond and the south part's Oklahoma City. And then you go even one neighborhood over and you get bocage totally different neighborhood bocage has very few homes it's just one little street that goes through there in a circle but they're behind gates and they don't have very big yards in bocage typically for the size home Mm -hmm. that's on the lot but it's you can't go to bocage and compare it to the greens you stay in the greens and in bocage you may have to find another neighborhood there's so few homes in there that you have to you have to find 3 to compare it to so and maybe there haven't been any that sold in in, that particular in the last year yeah. or two
0: yeah A- absolutely if you want to join the conversation today the number to call in is 405-840-1000 that's 405-840-1000
1: okay so we're talking value and you have to know what your value is for a starting point. I, this time of year, January and February, I spend most of my time helping people figure out about what is my home worth and what would I have to do to maximize the money I get out of it. So that's why we're talking about prep because that's what I do this time of year. You just, before someone can decide they're going to move, they have to figure out financially, is it doable? And so, and I encourage everybody to figure this out so that in case of an emergency, I have to move, you know about where you stand.
0: Right. A big part of that is getting from ambiguity to real numbers. And someone who helps us with that is our money man, Dean Riddell.
2: In MLS number one nine six eight nine five. Dean Riddell from
0: SWBC Mortgage. Good morning, Dean.
2: Good morning, Mark and Becky. How are you? Groovy. (laughs) Groovy.
0: (laughs) Hey, Dean, I I have a question for you. uh, Before we just kind of talk about rates, like we always, you know, would normally do the. The one thing I question I have for you is about down payments. We get this all the time from buyers over what are ways people can you know? Is there only one way to deal with down payments, or is there multiple ways to deal with down payments? Great
2: question. So let's let's just kind of talk real quick. So down payment can be a consumer's own sales proceeds. It can be the money in the checking and savings. Uh, they can do a 401k loan or a TSP if they're a government employee and do a 401k TSP loan, uh, for their down payment. They can get a gift from mom and dad, aunt and uncle. Uh, they can get a secured loan. Cannot be unsecured. It cannot be a signature loan bank uh, or signature loan from the bank that's unsecured as their source of down payment. Because in essence, it's an unsecured money. It's it's like cash, and cash is a no-no. So, good options, good questions. Um, the one I'm seeing a lot of lately, that you know, Becky and I think may talked on this some time ago, is what's called that gift of equity. So, if you've got a, a a parent that wants to sell their home, free and clear or not free and clear to their child. They can do what's called the gift of equity and in essence cover that down payment too. I mean, Mark there is it's kinda like what Becky and you were talking about on the prep time to sell a house is honestly what the the, the fundamental should be when you're gonna finance one. Sit down with someone and say, Becky told me Mark told me I'm gonna walk away with sixty thousand dollars when I sell my house what's the best use of that money but that prep time is is critical guys
1: well you said one thing that is a little bit concerning cash is a no-no right okay
2: so so i had a gentleman six seven months ago true story becky and he says you know dean i've got money covered and i said well your, your application said you had it i don't see it in your bank account He said, Dean, I've got thirty nine thousand dollars in my freezer. And I said, Okay. If you're looking to buy soon, you can't use it. If you're gonna wait ninety days, hundred and twenty days to start your search, get the money in the bank now, because as a lender, we look back the last sixty days.
1: So we're we're gonna
2: question what is we're gonna question that cash. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's called seasoned money. You have to have had money. it for a minimum. Uh, well, 90 days is kind of the rule because it won't show up on your bank so statement.
2: We're going, to, we're going to peak back 60, correct?
1: Right. So if you have cash that you've saved, now you can use cash, right? If, say, you sell a tractor and you get $18,000 for it, uh, so you long as you, it. But you have to have a right. bill of sale, you have to have a blue book value and you have to have a copy of whatever money someone paid you for it and a copy of the title, right?
2: Right. Okay. But, but Becky, that goes to that prep time we're talking about. I mean, we had a couple last April, literally. It's almost parallel to the last story I just told you, and we brought them in, and they said, no, yeah, I don't have a 401K. I don't have a gift. When COVID happened, I pulled our 14000 out. It's cash. And so I said, "What is your timeline?" They said, "We got we got to move now." And I said, "Any cosigner options?" No. And she looked at him and basically said, "I still think we need to sell our bus and our boat." And I said, "You have a bus and a boat?" Yes. Okay, we're back on. Go get. You you need to sell it. I need the bill of sale. I need the blue book. I need the paper trail, the money, and you can buy a home. And and Becky, you know, they purchased a home FHA, for that matter last April. Think about that.
1: Always good information from you, Dean.
0: Always great. If you want to go talk to Dean Riddell and Matt McLean at SWBC Mortgage, you can give me a call at 405-858-7770. That's 858-7770. Or go to com. Click on Becky's favorites. You'll see him right there at the top. As always, thank you, Dean Riddell. Thanks, guys. We'll be back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on The Move News Radio 1000. KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're talking about what you should be doing to get your house ready to sell this spring or summertime. And so, Becky, what should they be concentrating on?
1: Well, uh, first of all, you know, we talked about finding out the value so that you can know whether or not you can move. Because you do prep a house differently when you're getting ready to sell it than when you are just doing spring cleaning. Uh, when you prepare a house to sell you're really getting rid of anything sitting on the floor to start with i mean it's amazing how much stuff people sit on the floor now i'm not immune to this myself uh but it's just get rid of the piles to start with uh just declutter your house get rid of almost everything on your shelves. I mean, if you have 400 books on your shelf, get rid of all but 40 of them because you're going to have to pack them to move them anyway. And it looks heavy. And uh, visited, a, uh, well, one of the listings this week that we visited had a room full of books, three walls. And it looked awesome, by the way, but it was not a real big room. And it had bookshelves on three sides, which took off nearly a foot from three sides of that room. Wow. And the other side was doors. So a closet door and another door. So there was no, uh, it made the room look just tiny. But if there had been less things on the shelves, it would have looked better. It would have looked more spacious. Um, so that's one of the things that you do is you get rid of stuff. You get rid of stuff out of your closet. It's, uh, we've still got a couple months of winter left. So you can't get rid of all your winter clothes, right? So, but when you get your house to put on the market, if you put it on in the spring, leave yourself out a sweater, a jacket, a coat. Because you don't know if you're going to need those, right?
0: Especially in Oklahoma here, you're going to need those. But the majority of those you can pack away.
1: Yes, you can. Yeah. So that your closets are not as crowded. And same thing with shoes. I mean, like right now, you should not have a bunch of sandals uh, on the shelves in your closet unless you have ample shelving space or shoe racks for your shoes. uh, Because you don't want the pile on the floor. Of shoes. So just kind of thin it out (laughs) is what I like to say. (laughs) Dethatch, thin it out. Um, And then what do you do? I would start honestly, a lot, most people start with wanting to paint. That's not going to help you most of the time. What you need to do is to get, uh, clean your light fixtures and put in all the same color and pretty much brightness of the light bulbs so that your house doesn't have blue lights in one room. And when I say blue, I mean like 6,000K or 5,000K. Okay. That That's the Kelvin rating, which is the, the color they emit. Uh, and then some of them be uh 2,700K and look yellow because it's inconsistent, it makes your house look old. So as you clean your light fixtures... Be sure there is a bulb in each socket if replace you've got a
0: burnt out bulbs if
1: you have a two light fixture, most bedrooms have a have two bulbs in the fixture, yeah, okay, it's got a globe over it, okay when you take that globe off to wash it and you've got one light, replace it with two, and they should be. Do your best to get either three or four thousand K three thousand or four thousand K and be consistent through so what you can do to prepare lights is one of the very first things you do to to prepare to put your house on the market start at the top and then we'll work your way down
0: boy how often have uh, I've gone in to show a home and it's just multicolor like light bulbs are are all sorts of Blue, white, yellow.
1: And then just half of them are burned out. Yeah, We had a house not that long ago that we literally had to go bring 30 light bulbs to that (laughs) house in order to take pictures. Because it wasn't light enough to take pictures inside the house, and we're big on taking great pictures.
0: I tell you, I didn't know in my lifetime I'd be frustrated with light bulbs, but I am. Mm I go to that thing and see all the different colors, and it just drives me bananas. I'll be back. We'll be back with more on Oklahoma real estate on the move right after this news break here on KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate On The Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins team here with Becky Ivins. And it's time for our word of the day. the day is brought to you by Robbins roofing where their word every day is trust you can trust robin's roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement you can give them a call at 405-728-3700 that's 728-3700 becky what's our word of the day
1: well it's prepare okay and to repair it's we all pretty much know what that means it, just the process of making something ready is to prepare whether you're making preparing dinner preparing for a wedding preparing for your house to sell preparing to go out into the cold to prepare is to make ready basically so we're talking about making your house ready to bring the most money on the market and to make it sell the faster you sell it the more money you get for it basically so prepare.
0: If you want to join the conversation today, the number to call in is 405-840-1000, that's 840-1000. So a big part of that preparing is the condition. So how what should a potential seller do of going is my home in good condition ready to sell.
1: Okay. Cleanliness is next to godliness, right? So cleaning is definitely you need to deep clean, start at the ceiling, work your way down. Clean your window seals, clean your windows, clean your baseboards, clean under your beds. You would think that people might not look under the bed. Sometimes they do because what's under your bed might be an indication of how well you keep up your home clean your furnace closet, your hot water tank closet. All of those things, if you just vacuum and dust them out, like you certainly don't want a stack of matches next to the used matches next to your hot water tank. That just says, hey, this water tank's got issues, man. We can't <laughs> keep this pilot light lit. Uh And if you have a real issue with something – Cleaning is the main thing, and then repairing is the other thing. If it has something that is broken, unsafe, or not working as intended, you need to fix it. Now, not the little tiny things. We don't care if, uh, I'm trying to think of something that doesn't really matter. Uh, the, you don't have to repair everything. Repair big systems. Like if your heater isn't working well, if it cycles off too soon and can't keep the house warm, get a heat and air guy out there or gal.
0: (laughs) Yeah, those big things. What's funny, when, when you walk in with buyers, every buyer kind of feels like they're Sherlock Holmes trying to figure out, did these people take care of this house? Is there something hidden That's not being shown. Is there like they're they're so curious about not about the people's stuff as much as are there indications the home's been well kept. Right. And if they feel like it's been well kept it, there's this sense of, yes, this is something we would want to make an offer on. And if it's a sense it wasn't well kept, it's a feeling of, well, there may be we may not want to make an offer or we want to make a low offer because we, there may be things hiding in the right. background.
1: Right. So, uh, how do you tell if a home's well kept? I mean, what to your buyers? A lot of buyers look under the kitchen sink because there's an indication if anything has leaked under there, but they're usually so crowded with cleaning supplies under a sink that you can barely even see under there. So if you, Get you some slide out baskets or something. Attach them under your sink. It's very nicely organized and clean. Clean.
0: First thing I look at, notice dust on fans.
1: Oh, uh, ceiling fans. If
0: the ceiling fans are dusty, it tells me a lot about did they keep up with the details of taking care of a home, and if Absolutely. they're not, yeah. went okay. Yeah. We're on a good road. Okay. So, That's the first thing I noticed. So
1: cleaning is yeah. now, and if you don't want to do this yourself or you're not capable of doing it yourself, well, then call some for some help. We know people who do <laughs> this, this kind of thing and reasonably priced and just get some help
0: and do it early here. So not only so you can have it to sell, but so you can enjoy it for a little bit. It's great to be in a clean house. For sure.
1: Uh a couple other things that uh homes often need that make them look bad is the uh seal between the countertop surface and the backsplash in the bathrooms and in the kitchen. You know, if that gap of silicone has left, you need to get it sealed up again. You don't know who to do it, just call us. We're going to tell you whether you're selling your house or not. We'll help you find someone someone who can do that that. kind of thing.
0: I want to circle back to something you said. Okay. Because something that we, I know I get asked often, and you, because the first thing people always say is paint. Like when they talk, it's always the first thing. So when should a home be painted? either internally or externally, in order to get it ready for the market, and when should it not?
1: Well, it needs to be painted if you've got vivid colors in your rooms, like your kids' rooms. No matter how cute they are, <laughs> uh, a buyer wants to see a blank palette to put their own touch to. And that is, I mean, it's just soul-crushing as uh My grandkids would say, (laughs) do you know how soul-crushing that is?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I helped a family buy a house right near Yukon High School that, um, like, each bedroom was evident. They allowed the children to pick their colors for their bedroom like there was two. And one of them, everything was Pepto-Pink. I mean, the carpet, the ceiling fan, Mm -hmm. the ceiling, the walls
1: which might appeal to someone with a 5-year-old daughter.
0: It was all pepto pink.
1: Yeah. And uh so neutralizing colors is usually a good thing. Uh but don't paint your walls a dark color because it closes in, makes you feel a little claustrophobic most folks when they walk into a very deeply colored room. Because the paint literally absorbs the light and there's not enough light in the room. So, uh, more neutral colors is good. And what color do you paint? Well, it kind of depends on what color your floors, light fixtures, woodwork, mostly woodwork, uh, is it, and your furnishings. I mean, whether to go a warm off white or a cool off white. You know, uh, or if are you going to go gray or beige? Well, we're kind of leaning a little bit more beigey now than we are grayish uh, for new homes. So
0: we're starting to see some of those more, the earth tones coming back into a lot of. Well, earth tones
1: were 70s. It's time. Yeah. 50 year cycle, right?
0: (laughs) We're, we're, we see that cycle back in um, to it. So. What other things as far as like like if people have wood that's bare on the outside, like the paint is chipped away, what sh- what should they do?
1: Exterior paint. We just recently sold a house that needed painted on the outside, so we had a couple painters go by, give us estimates because we knew that even a conventional appraisal would probably require painting. We get it on the market. And of course we get multiple offers the first day. We got four offers on it. Well, we took a cash offer that's not going to require painting. That's taken into consideration with that purchase price. Maybe they offered $200,000. Uh, the house site is listed at 200 and someone comes in and offers 210 cash. The other offers are. 210 with financing. Well, the sellers are already $3,000 ahead because you don't have to paint it. Right. With a, you know.
0: This is one of those things that a lot of people don't think about is that if someone is purchasing your home using a loan, the lender will always require or nearly always require an appraisal. An appraisal will look at it and go, is there Anything about it that needs to be updated in order to, in order to meet appraisal, and most of those things are are like what?
1: Well, and uh, let's use a different word other than updated, because appraisers look for uh, do it, making it functional the way it is. I mean, if it's not functional, if the paint is not holding out the weather elements, the rain to where the wood will swell uh and rot then it, it needs to be painted so they're looking for the house to withstand the life of the mortgage basically so if it's unsafe say there is a two inch crack so there's a crack in the driveway but one side is two inches higher than the other well that's a safety thing people are going to trip hazard so things like that yeah appraisers will call out
0: yeah so, if you have things that are systems that are not functioning as they should be functioning, is a key.
1: Right. And now we're going to get to the decorative part next on <laughs> our next segment.
0: We'll be back with the decorations that make everything fun here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, and it is time for our smoking Hot Deal. Hot, hot, hot.
2: Feeling
1: hot, hot,
0: hot. Oh, Lord. Our smoking Hot Deal is brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn, and on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and in Yukon on Route 66. Becky, what's our smoking hot deal?
1: Well, we've got a smoking hot deal in Council Ridge edition, and that is just to the west of Council Road between 150th and 164th. So it's on 158th. And that neighborhood, by the way, has a swimming pool and a recreational facility, which is a little clubhouse yeah. type thing. Uh that you can use, say you're throwing an event, right? Um uh, it is it's built in two thousand fourteen. This is priced at two eighty four which is below our average price range two eighty four
0: is a great price i mean point. our average price yeah.
1: point is typically in the about two ninety five range yeah. uh and so it's not very old it's uh seventeen twenty five square feet. It's got three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a two car attached garage. And it has the things everybody's looking for a storm cellar in the garage floor and a covered patio. So much of our life here in Oklahoma can be spent outside. Yeah. It's seasonally, and it's nice to have a covered patio rather than just step out into the rain off your back porch, right? Yep. So great, great home. Uh 8225 Northwest 58th Street, $284,000. That's our smoking ideal.
0: That's our smoking ideal. If you want to take a look at it, you can go to com. click on search listings. You'll see it right there, and you can click on, it'll say virtual walkthrough, and you click on that, and you can take your own little virtual walkthrough of it. Yeah,
1: we'll take you around and show it to you, too, if you're interested in buying it. You know, some people on open houses think that it's just open to the public. Open houses are open to prospective purchasers, not just for anybody to wander in. So keep that in mind. As as you mind your manners, keep that in mind.
0: As you mind your manners. Okay, so we're kind of here on this last segment of talking about how to prepare your home for getting it sold. Right. So what do we do decorations-wise?
1: Do You know, you're just going to not like this, a lot of you but take those heavy curtains off the windows because heavy curtains do not sell a house. Light and bright sells a house. So that is one of the main things you can do curtain-wise. If you've got big old heavy drapes. Now, if you've got drapes that are keeping out the west sun from making a room too hot, that's different than just decorative drapes. Because drapes are not too popular anymore. Uh, you, to cover windows, they're very popular to frame a window to dress up a house. But, you know, like at the house that we're in, 11 foot ceilings, you gotta have something yeah. on those walls. So we have a lot of curtains that are ceiling to floor, 11 feet long curtains, but they just frame the windows. And that makes a huge difference. Uh, so take off heavy drapes and anything dark. Take off your checkered, uh, patchwork type bedding and put on something that is a plain color. Uh, take out your brown ragged towels and put up white fluffy towels. I ran through I forgot whether I guess it was Costco because I haven't been to Sam's this week but went to Costco. They have the biggest fluffiest towels for 6.99 and they're great big white towels. Hang white towels. I'm not really sure That suggesting- little
0: tidbit is so amazing how it, you know, the people, you know, you may not want to use white towels every day.
1: Well, don't use these towels, by the way.
0: Right. Only use them for decor. (laughs) But for decor, boy, they pop in a bathroom.
1: They neutralize an uh, unlikely space that just probably needs to be neutralized. A lot of the tiles and stuff in the uh, kitchens and bathrooms and dining areas need to be neutralized. Yeah. So – Sometimes it's a matter of putting just a very light off shade of white, maybe an antique white or a cream color or whatever your house decor is, throw over a chair that is a ragged chair. People do not differ. Their eyes do not differentiate between furnishings and the house. And they're going to think that your house is ragged if there's a ragged chair. It's just a mind thing. Your eyes just kind of play a trick thinking it's part of the house.
0: So, and typically, should people remove furniture from from their
1: house? Most of the time, people have too much furniture in their house. And the piece that they need to remove is usually... The one they use the most, the well-worn chair, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and, but get rid, you can sometimes still use your chair and use a throw to just throw over diagonally somehow to kind of cover up the bad parts yeah. and still keep your chair there for you to use. But you definitely uh need to not have overcrowdedness. In furniture, when people show your house, look at your house as a prospective buyer, they're typically three or four people going through at the same time in the same spot. So you want it to be cleared out enough. It's not like just you, one person, your family, you know, just one at a time goes through a spot.
0: Boy, the most typical one that I've heard you say to to, uh, potential sellers is, it's usually in the prime bathroom or a prime bedroom where they need to move a dresser or a side stand because it's right next to either the entrance to the bathroom or the exit to the room. That area, like the master bedroom, just seems to get.
1: You don't want, well, cluttered. any bedroom, frankly, you do not want to walk into a room and be blocked from entering or at least feel like you're blocked if you move things at least a foot away from the door you need about 18 to 24 inches before like you step into a bedroom you want to be able to pretend the doors on the other side and swing it open and be sure it doesn't hit anything because you need that space to invite someone into a home so furniture arrangement can make a huge difference uh wall decorations can make a huge difference one big huge painting or canvas stretch or something like that is better than a collection of 16 other pictures
0: so what if someone has 16 pictures of kids and grandkids all you know the family wall
1: do you plan to take those with you or are you going to Pack those up to take them with you, or are you going to leave them on the wall for the new family to enjoy?
0: Well, my grandkids are so awesome that everybody's going to enjoy them, right? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't know how true that is is going to be because you are not a grandfather. I am not a grandfather yet. (laughs) But uh, your grandkids will be the most precious thing ever. But
0: But take them with you.
1: Well, take them down ahead of time. You know what a buyer sees? Holes in the wall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They just see they're going to have to paint everything. Yeah. So put one big picture up there. And when I say a picture, I mean a nothing piece of art that has color and interest, but is not a picture of anything.
0: The best artwork is neutral when it comes to It's like the, the best paint color.
1: And it can be bright. Neutral. It can be bright color. Oh. Say you've got a teal color that kind of flows through your house. Yeah. You can do that. So, but. We want to help you get your house ready, so all you have to do is call us and we'll give a personal visit to your home and help you.
0: That's the biggest thing, I believe, is because we get used to what's there and we no longer see it. You have to see it from a buyer's perspective. Thank you for being with us this week on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We look forward to seeing you again next week right here on News Radio 1000 KTOK.